54 How Warren Buffett and Bill Gates First Met Welcome to Deloon Investing Podcast. My name is Rignesh. I'm a teacher, a former trained engineer, and a very passionate value investor. Each week, we'll bring you inspiring messages, tips, and ways to help you improve your investing skills and live the life of true abundance as you learn the art of value investing. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Now, let the class begin. Have you ever wanted to meet Warren Buffett? Well, I know that there are many investors out there. They would die to meet him. Well, at least I'm one of them, right? Whether you're a beginner or whether uh, it's a, a seasoned investor, we all want to meet him because we know that we can learn so much from him, whether it's about investing, about life, about uh, relationships, about m- dealing with people, with management and so on. There's so many things that we can learn from him. And every year during this one particular meeting, which is the Berkshire Hathaway AGM, the annual meeting, people, or especially investors from all around the world, they come all the way to Omaha just to meet Warren Buffett, to listen to him, what he has to share. And some of them, they they come all the way just to ask him questions. And some people, they go to, you know, to an extent where they bid for the annual charity auction to have lunch with Warren Buffett. And these auctions are not cheap, right? It can reach, the bidding can reach up to multi-million dollars. It's not a very cheap thing and it, it's not like everybody can meet Warren Buffett. So it comes to show that how much, uh, how keen are people uh, when it comes to meeting Warren Buffett. But for some reason, not everybody is keen on meeting him. And one of this, one of them is uh, Bill Gates, right? So before Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, before they became close friends, Bill Gates actually said that he wasn't even sure he wanted to meet Warren Buffett at all. And he, he initially, he was very reluctant to meet Warren Buffett. And the first reason was because Bill Gates thought that uh, Warren Buffett, he buys and sells businesses, right? He buys and sells. So he basically looks for the imperfections in the market and then he buys the business and then he sells it later on, right? So to Bill Gates, this is a zero-sum game, right? There's no value that's being added to the society. So that was his point of view. And the second reason was because he felt that Warren Buffett operated too differently in the world of business, right? So there's no commonality for them uh, to really add value in each other. So that, that's why he sees that there's nothing in common, right? So even if they met, there's nothing much to share, right? Because they have nothing in common. So of course, we all know that Warren Buffett, he is an investor. So he looks to create value for himself as well as his shareholder, right? Whereas for Bill Gates, he at that point of time, he was working in, he was still in charge of Microsoft. And so because of that, he was more focused on building softwares that can, you know, change the way people and businesses use computers, right, in their daily lives. So since the both of them, I mean, since Bill Gates uh, is so reluctant to meet uh, Warren Buffett, then how did they actually meet? So everything started in 1991. That's when uh, Warren Buffett was visiting uh, the Washington State, and 
Warren Buffett, he knows this one friend, right? This friend who happens to to be a mutual friend of uh, the Bill Gates, the Gates family, right? The uh, Bill Gates' parents. And so this mutual friend, he invited uh, Warren Buffett to have dinner with Bill Gates' parents. And initially when Bill Gates' uh, mom uh, told Bill Gates to meet uh, Warren Buffett, of course, Bill Gates, he protested, right? He didn't want to, to meet. But when you look at, when you look at uh, Bill Gates' mom, right? She is someone who is very sociable, right? She always wants to meet people and get people together and so on. But Bill Gates, on the other hand, he, he didn't believe in vacation. That, at that point of time, he was so focused on his job. And so when his mom, Mary Gates, when Mary, uh, Mary Gates uh, in, told him to meet, told Bill Gates to meet uh, Warren Buffett, he just said that he was busy because he didn't want to meet Warren Buffett. And so after that, Bill Gates, I mean, uh, Bill's mom, she ins- insisted, right? And then eventually she persuaded him to go. But he only agreed to stay for no, no more than two hours before he, he uh, get, got back to work, right, at Microsoft. So that was the agreement, right? He would go and meet Warren Buffett, but only, what, nothing more than two hours. But once these two, these two men, uh, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, once they met, everything changed, right? Warren Buffett, I mean, Bill Gates, he was amazed by Warren Buffett's questions, questions that Warren Buffett asked him. And he was asking questions about software business and why uh, why a small company like uh, Microsoft could uh, expect to compete with IBM and what were, the, what were the skill sets and pricing and so on. So these were questions that nobody asked him before. Nobody asked Bill Gates before. So he was very fascinated by the questions. And this conversation, this dinner lasted for hours. They had so much to talk about. And eventually Bill Gates, he abandoned his plan to fly back to, to work that night. And after that night, they became close. They, they became good friends, right? Because they, had, they saw so much of commonality between the two of them. And that was how the whole friendship started. Bill Gates, he said that even though uh, they came from different direction, different background, but the kind of things that fascinated them and the things that they thought were important were very much the same. And here here are two short clips, two short audio clips of how these two billionaires met, one from Warren Buffett's point of view and the other was from Bill Gates' point of view. I met Bill because... uh a very good friend of mine, Meg Greenfield, uh, uh, was the editorial page editor at the Post. She called me one time, ten or more years ago, and, and she said, Warren, she, she loved the state of Washington and had grown up out there, so she said, can I afford to buy uh, a second home? She was living in Washington, D.C. now, and so she said, can I afford to buy a second home in, in Washington? And I said, and she said, I'll send you all my financial information. I said, Meg, you don't need to. Anybody that asks me whether they can afford something can afford it. It's the people that don't ask me, they never can afford it. So I said, just go do it. And uh, it'll make you happy. And, and uh, so she did. And, and then a year or two later, she wanted to have me come out and see what she'd, what, what she'd done with my mild encouragement. And uh, so I went out there and visited. It was the July 4th weekend in 1991. And uh, they had this 
prayed on this island and everything she wanted me to see and she had a few other people out too and then she was a friend of the of uh, Bill's parents and so uh, we went down there to the Hood Canal to visit them when I was back there to meet the parents and I think Bill didn't want to come but Kay Graham was coming and he wanted to meet her he didn't want to meet me and so he came in and then we hit it off immediately we had a great time and I mean he had this chimpanzee to whom he was going to try and explain this technical stuff but it was a, I was kind of an interesting chimpanzee to him so we, and he was he's a terrific teacher so uh, we spent a number of hours and 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 we just plain hit it off and and uh, I found it very interesting what he had to say and and uh, we've had a good time good time ever since and uh, we play bridge together and golf together so I can tell you that he's quite competitive in those games it was a funny event because uh, my my mom was very sociable and always you know getting people together and uh, I at this time didn't believe in vacations you know I was totally focused on my job and so when she said to me you've got to come out and uh, meet it was uh, Warren and Catherine Graham and a couple other people I said mom I'm busy uh, and you know and she said no this this will be great and I thought, well, I'm not sure, you know, I'm, I'm into the software thing, and I don't know much about investing, uh, and I hadn't, hadn't thought about it much. But I went out, and so Warren and I met, and uh, I'd actually come out in a helicopter. I was planning to go back a few hours later. Uh, but then by the end of the day, I was there you know, just talking with Warren. And so it uh, began a you know, really unbelievable friendship for me. And, you know, I could tell that even though we came from different directions, the kinds of things that fascinated us and that we thought were important were, were very much the same. And so, you know, for the last 14 years, we found every excuse possible to uh, get together, whether it's, you know, bridge or golf. But uh, really, it's about talking about the world and thinking about uh, what's going on in it that, that's at the core of it. Then the moral of that is listen to your mother. <laughs> so Bill Gates has his own blog. Right, the website is www.gatesnotes.com and if you have not read about it, go check it out. It has so many incredible stuff, so many things to learn from and he shares about things that he has read or books that he's planning to read and so on and he even talks about uh, things that he and Melinda is working on and so forth. There's so many things you can find in that uh, in that blog. Right, I suggest you guys go check it out and one of his posts there was that he wrote about, uh, the blog he wrote about, how he met Warren, right? And the title of that blog was uh, 25 Years of Learning and Laughter. And I highly recommend you guys to go check it out. It, he writes about the, fr the friendship that he has with Warren and some of the things that he learned about Warren Buffett. So here are four things that Bill Gates shared, which I find it to be so funny and at the same time so fascinating about Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and also their friendship. And the first thing is about Warren Buffett's diet. We all know that Warren Buffett, he has a very poor uh, diet, right? He basically eats anything that he likes. You know, when he was six years old, whatever he likes, until today, he still likes the same thing. He mostly eats a hamburger, ice cream, Coke and so on, all the unhealthy stuff, right? And the first time when uh, Warren Buffett stayed over at Bill Gates' house, they stayed up, he stayed, he stayed over, and 
the next morning when they were having breakfast with uh, Bill Gates as well as uh, his kids, he opened a package of Oreo for breakfast. And of course, his kids, uh, I mean, Bill Gates' kids, they, they wanted it as well because, I mean, who doesn't like Oreo, right? And that just shows how, you know, what, what is Warren Buffett's eating habit, right? It may set a poor example for young people, but it's the kind of diet that somehow works for him, right? That's the first thing. The second thing about Warren Buffett is that uh, when when Warren Buffett invited Melinda and Bill Gates to uh, his house in Omaha for the first time, he gave he gave them a tour around the house. But when they got to the dining room, they saw that the, there were no seats on the chairs, right? And of course, Warren Buffett he was surprised. He's like, how come there's no there's no seats, right? What was going on? So he started examining the chairs and all that. And eventually he found out that the cushions uh, had been removed like for what, many months ago just to get uh, re-upholstered, right? With new cushion, with new fabric. And he did that like what, many months ago, but he didn't even notice, right? Until then. And ever since then, they were, they've been laughing about, you know, that visit ever since. And the third thing about Warren Buffett uh, and Bill Gates is their friendship, right? And... When you read about uh, this blog post from Bill Gates, he said that in his office, in Bill Gates' office, he has two numbers on speed dial. The first number is his home and the second number is Warren Buffett. And if Warren Buffett has you know, any time for a call, it will be the highlight of uh, Bill Gates' week. You know why? Because he's, he's constantly learning things from Warren Buffett. Both of them, they just love to talk. Right, they talk about companies, they talk about politics, about world events, about new innovation. And to Bill Gates, it is really exciting to have somebody who's constantly studying these things. Right? Someone from a bit of a different background. Right? Of course, Warren Buffett, he's got the economic investor's eye, right? He's viewing it from an economic uh, and in from an investor's point of view. Whereas for Bill Gates, he is viewing it much more of a technologist's eye, right? He was he's more of a technological side of uh, point of view, right? And we all know uh, Warren Buffett as a trustee of Bill Gates and the but Bill and Melinda Foundation. Bill Gates is an amazing uh, thought partner to Bill and Melinda, and Bill Gates actually said that whenever they have they face any challenges, they would ask themselves. What would Warren do? And it usually leads to the best answer. And although the, the both of them, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, they are mostly peers, Bill Gates actually said that Warren Buffett is very much uh, wiser than him and he sees Warren Buffett like a father figure to him. Right? That is how their friendship was built and how it sustained for so many years. It's because of, you know, I don't know, it's just the friendship that that was built between the two of them is just that strong to an extent where they, even Bill Gates would put Warren Buffett as his speed dial, you know, one of his speed dial, right? It just shows how strong it is. And the fourth thing about Warren Buffett is how he values friendship. Of course, Bill, Bill Gates is always amazed by how Warren Buffett is able to draw people in and make it fun for them to learn from him. And even though he keeps up this uh, very hectic schedule, Warren Buffett finds time to nurture his friendships, 
right? Warren Buffett would pick up the phone and he would call to say hello, right? And he regularly sends uh, articles to uh, Bill Gates, you know, anything that he reads in the mail that he thinks that, you know, maybe Melinda or Bill Gates might find it interesting and he'll send it to them. And until today, every time Bill Gates, uh, he goes to Omaha, Warren Buffett will personally drive to the airport to pick him up. It's of, Although it's a small gesture, but it means so much to him. And Bill Gates is always, whenever he goes to visit uh, Warren Buffett, he's always impatient to meet him because he knows that Warren Buffett will be waiting with some new story or some new jokes that he's, he just can't wait to share. And then they'll end up you know, laughing, learning and laughing all over again. And in the end, he said that, Warren, Bill Gates said that out of all the things that he has learned from Warren Buffett over the, the last, what, 29 years, maybe the most important thing is what friendship is all about. It's about being the kind of friend that you wish you had yourself. And as for Warren, of course, he goes out all, you know, he goes out of his way just to make people feel good about themselves. And he shares his joy about life with them. And that, that just comes to show, you know, what kind of person Warren Buffett is. That's all from me. I hope you guys find this insightful. It certainly was very insightful for me. I've read, you know, I've read and researched about them just to prepare this podcast for you guys. And I learned so much from the two of them. I learned about the beauty of having a very simple life and at the same time having friendships that will transcend lifetimes. Until next time, take care you guys. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with someone who you think will benefit from this. Remember, you have the power to change someone's life by sending them this message and becoming the light in their darkness. Also, if you want to help me spread this message of value investing, click the subscribe or follow button. It will allow this message to reach even more people who need to be inspired. So click the subscribe or follow button and leave a review right now. And I want to close this with a quote that I love so very much by Zig Ziglar. It goes like this. You don't have to be good to start, but you have to start to be good. I'm so grateful for you and if no one's told you lately, you are loved, you are amazing in every way and you are worth fighting for. As always, you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and make an impact and live the extraordinary life.